0: You are Locked On Padres, your daily San Diego Padres podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Greetings, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another edition of the Locked On Padres podcast, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day for Tuesday, October 6th. My name as always is Javier Reyes, your host of this here Lockdown Padres podcast. Check out and follow the Twitter page for the show, which is at L-O underscore Padres, or you can check me out on my personal account, which is at JavaPeno, which is spelled J-A-V-I-I-P-E-N-O. Today's episode is brought to you by Postmates. For a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start your free deliveries, download the app and use code On. And for today's episode, as promised, you know... Um And for today's episode, we're going to be talking to Jeff Snyder of Locked On Dodgers to preview the upcoming series, obviously, against the Dodgers. Um, We talk a little bit about Clevenger, who the news just broke out that he will be starting Game 1, and we talk about what we think of that, what we think of the other injuries on the Padres in both series, how it looked for the Dodgers facing the Brewers in the previous round, and of course, I talk a little bit about the Padres and their victory over the Cardinals, and just kind of what we expect from the series, and, you know, Jeff being mean as he always is inserting little sneak disses even when i'm trying to be diplomatic that's what kind of man jeff snyder is guys just so you know go Padres, everybody but anyway let's get into it here we go all right everybody as promised as prophesized i'd be joined by jeff snyder of locked on dodgers yet again this is our like uh, i don't know maybe fourth time doing a podcast but this time it is because we are facing each other sir in the nlds jeff who loves You know, just just get him out of the way. Get your disremarks out of the way. If you want to get him out early, he loves making fun of the pirates, but unfortunately, he's very good at it.
1: I um, don't want to get him out of the way right now because I want to space them out throughout the whole episode. (laughs) Yeah, because I have a lot of them.
0: You have a lot of them? Okay.
1: But I think I I think Alexander Hamilton said it best. (laughs) When he said, I imagine death so much, it feels more like a memory. Is this where it gets me on my feet, several feet ahead of me? I see it coming. Do I run or fire my gun or let it be? There is no beat, no melody. Javi, my first friend, my enemy, maybe the last face I ever see. If I throw away my shot, is this how you'll remember me? What if this bullet is my legacy? Javi, I am not excited that the dodgers are playing the padres i'll, I'll be
0: honest did, did the patriot just happens <laughs> well, that was amazing <laughs> did you just have that prepared no seriously i mean and we were talking a little bit before we uh started recording about how the the seating is a little bit weird i think in theory i think theoretically just i think this is fair i don't think i'm being too biased saying this i think a lot more people thought that this should be this is like the nlcs type matchup not the nlds matchup because you know with the cubs and some other teams that were uh ranked ahead like the Braves the Braves are pretty good though I don't want to I don't want to throw too much on them but uh this is not like your typical four seed with the Padres you could argue they're one of the better teams in baseball um let alone the four seed in um, the National League what was before we get into our, our matchup first of all how did things go for you uh watching the Dodgers take on the Brewers
1: yeah you know it was not as relaxing as I hoped it was but I never actually got to the point of being stressed I had a little bit of pre-stress um but You know, really what I expected was the Dodgers to sweep that series. And that's what they did. Mm -hmm. I I expected them to, you know, be more like six to one games instead of slightly closer like they were. But at at the end of the day, you know, I expected a sweep and we got the sweep. And so it it was mostly, uh, mostly positive, mostly relaxing. And but also also always in the back of my mind, it's like, okay, but this is the Brewers. Uh, they're basically a minor league team this year. And unfortunately, with MLB rules, uh, even some minor league teams can make the playoffs this year. And so uh, the, what made me feel better was the fact that the Padres also played a minor league team for the NL Central and actually mm. lost a game in their series.
0: <laughs> yeah, they did lose a game. It was a, a maddening game, uh, really. And we'll talk about like how just their kind of the injury bug uh, hit them at the worst time. Uh, when it comes to their starting pitching but yeah you know you're right about the brewers the brewers are just I, I didn't even know they were in the playoffs until literally like a, a day before the season ended and it stinks because the one guy i kind of feel like i was looking forward to watching if i did watch the series would have been uh the rookie Devin williams who's just been like the best relief pitcher in baseball and of course he gets hurt so the only the only thing that wasn't a minor league quality player on that team this year unfortunately didn't play in the series but uh yeah the padres had the definition of a wild just kind of roller coaster series i mean even their game on friday when when they finally win the series um that game was unparalleled it was historic there's never been a a team really that used that many uh relief pitchers and just completely blanketed another offense i guess you could say the cardinals uh just kind of on paper, a lackluster offense with the exception of maybe Paul Goldschmidt and maybe Colton Wong a little bit. Uh, They really don't have much else there. So it finally caught up to them, I guess. Um, But the bigger thing, Jeff, the bigger thing, which everyone I think is aware of is our two top starting pitchers were not available for that series. And the two guys we had for games one and two only went like two and a half innings at most. So really the Padres, their offense kind of came, came up big that big, big game too, which got all the baseball Twitters and the discourse uh, talking, uh, mostly, I think mostly positively. There were some echoes of, you know, dissent towards Fernando Tatis, but I think for the most part, it was just a wild, wild Thursday night for me. Um, did you watch that game at all? Did you experience the, the epicness that was that game too?
1: Yeah, I watched a lot of that game and yeah, it's, uh, I, I actually didn't see any negativeness, negativity, towards Tatis uh Mm -hmm. I thought his bat flip was pretty awesome um and and yeah I mean they were fired up the 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 Padres are an exciting team who uh haven't won anything in a long time and so it's uh it it makes sense and it's logical that they would be that fired up in that situation to Mm -hmm. come back you know after getting down big early in game one and never recovering and then going down big early again in game two but finding the a way to bounce back when the alternative was their season being over you know it, it's the biggest moment of Tatis's career so far and mm-hmm. hopefully uh you know if you're a Padres fan hopefully Tatis has a lot bigger moments going mm-hmm. forward but so far that was that late in that game was the biggest moments of his career so yeah I'm, I'm all about I, I've always said uh I am fine with a hitter doing anything to celebrate his own accomplishment. Uh, The only time it bothers me is if he crosses the line and instead of celebrating his own accomplishment, he celebrates the pitcher's failure. That's where I I draw the line. And, and it's a blurry line most of the time. And I, I generally err on the side of assuming, assume positive intent. That's kind of my mantra. So uh, yeah, I've never, uh, I, I like Fernando Tatis. I, I said it like, Two and a half years ago, I saw him playing in spring training, and I said, I'm looking forward to and dreading the Dodgers playing this guy 19 <laughs> times a year for the next however long. You know, I guess it's the Padres, so six years, and then he'll go somewhere else. But, uh, um, yeah, he, he's a great player, and he's fun to watch.
0: Yeah, and, and for you, for likewise, uh, I dread playing Mookie Betts for the next, like, 10 years, who every time I just pull up my Instagram feed, he made some other great defensive throw from – uh, where I'm living in New Jersey, and then got the guy out in, in Los Angeles at third base. So he's just been absolutely unbelievable. But that was like ultimate, like super expected. He's just quietly, you know, the best player, position player in baseball, probably still right now. Of um, at least, for at least for this year, just combined with the defensive stats, just quietly did it. No one cares. Not no one cares, but they're just kind of like, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. just
1: Mookie. Yep,
0: it's just Mookie. It's just Mookie doing Mookie things just a second everybody that's me making a car noise because i want to talk to you for a couple seconds about rockauto.com rockauto.com first and foremost is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years you can go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers i really recommend doing that trust me great site. You know why it's a great site? Because they have everything from engine control modules and, and brake parts, to tail lamps, mortal, and even new carpet, whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door, which sounds especially pleasing in a uh, times that we are currently in right now. The RockAuto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices that you prefer. Best of all, prices at RockAuto.com are always reliably low and the same for professional and do it yourselfers. Why in the world does it does it make any sense? Why in the world would you spend up to twice as much money for the same parts? It makes no sense whatsoever. So go to RockAuto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in there. How'd you hear about us? Box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. So I feel like the biggest thing, and we're recording this on Monday night because we were waiting to hear a little bit more. Uh, information. So probably the biggest key of the series, which is uh like Mike Clevenger and Nelson lament And right now, from what I've been hearing, it sounds like Clevenger is probably going to be able to pitch at some point in the series. I don't know if it's one of those things where maybe he only gets to go a little bit, a short leash, perhaps. Maybe they do the pitch count thing. I don't know. I never know what to. One uh, teams are going to use that, which I think is a little arbitrary, honestly, to go by pitch count, but still teams tend to do it sometimes. And I want to see what Jace does, um, which sounds like we're probably going to um, get him back for this series, maybe for game one. Otherwise I do not believe that we have any word on who exactly the Padres are going to throw out tomorrow. It might be Paddock again, actually. Um, who are the Dodgers expected to throw out
1: Walker Bueller will be pitching game one. Mm-hmm. And you know, he, he's not quite the same boat as Clevenger. Ah, uh, we know that Bueller's going to pitch. He has that blister issue that has limited limited him some recently, and so it, it's kind of the same situation where you're not sure how much you're going to get out of him. Uh, but I, I think, you know, I, I expect that Bueller will give the Dodgers five solid innings, uh, and and with these rosters, uh, you know, the Dodgers are probably going to end up carrying, I would guess, 14 pitchers, and mm-hmm. so. Uh, that's nine relievers plus and that's if you if you count all five of their starters as starters, you know they may even in the Nlds they piggyback Julio Urias after after Bueller and Julio went four-ish innings, I think and so mm-hmm. you know they might do something like that again and just deal with game five if it happens uh but but what you have is Bueller not you're not sure how much he's gonna give you, but I expect the innings he gives to be to be good and that's where I kind of see the difference between him and and Clevenger just uh with Bueller, we know what to expect when he's on the mound we just don't don't know how long to expect it for Clevenger hasn't thrown a competitive pitch in two and a half weeks and uh or Mm -hmm. two weeks I guess the 23rd I think and so you know if I was a Padres fan going in this I'd be pretty nervous about his effectiveness and you know what does that do if he does you know come out in the first inning again, or whatever. What does that do to the bullpen that already, obviously they've had a few days to rest. And so mm-hmm. everybody's rested now, but I, in a five game series, I don't think the Padres, uh, if they have to go the model, they went in the, in the wild card series. I don't think that bodes well for them of having to use eight or nine pitchers every game.
0: Yeah, exactly. And especially when you take into account the Dodgers roster and kind of being having a lot more depth and be able to mix and match sometimes. And we, we talked about this before, that having, you know, A.J. Pollock, who I assume is still on the team, who knows? Uh, I assume he's still healthy and whatnot. Uh, just being able to have that guy and use him whenever necessary. Chris Taylor, who somehow next to Mookie is the person I fear the most of <laughs> this Dodgers lineup right now. He had a nice, really solid, uh, sneaky, good season um and I think you're right actually that's a good point I think the difference the counter to that is one I would still even if he hasn't thrown in two weeks I would still trust uh my Cleavage over someone like Chris Paddock I imagine he's probably still gonna pitch but Paddock has been and I've gotten a little bit of flack for this I just I I've ne- I've been worried about him for like months um ever since I I think it was that Seattle start where I was like oh my gosh like what like he can't the ball is straight 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 Straight. I know it's a fastball, but still, like, it's got to have a little bit of something on it. Um, and he got killed by Los <laughs> Cardinals of all teams. So, in that respect, I would still be more confident in Cleverger, But you're right; he has not thrown a pitch in a while. Who knows if you know? I, I like it when guys are in a little bit of a groove. Um, but one thing that he might have going for him is I believe he has not pitched against the Dodgers before. So, there is a little unknown factor. I feel like that can go both ways. Uh, maybe it means that they're just like they're totally on top of it or whatever, and he's doesn't know how to pitch against guys like. Um, um, Bellinger and Muncie and whatnot and what have you, but, uh, it could be a, a potential advantage. I will say though, Jeff, one thing is despite how, I don't remember what their seasonal record was. It feels like you guys blew us out, even though you definitely didn't. Um, the Dodgers have, or the Padres have played the Dodgers pretty well this season. And one thing I noticed in the numbers that I was looking at the other day is Bellinger Muncie and Corey Seeger haven't played particularly well. Uh, in the two times that they've played against the Padres. What do you what has been their seasons been like? Because I know Corey Seager, I think Corey Seager has um, bounced back a little bit. I think he's somehow underrated, actually, in the league right now, um, just because Tatis is in the division and there's so many other guys, right? Um, but Muncy and Bellinger, what's going on with them, especially with the latter?
1: Yeah, you know, the, it's tough to say. Seager had a great season.
0: Uh, he
1: didn't do great against the Padres, but overall he had a great season like – uh, if Mookie Betts wasn't on the team, Seeger would be the team MVP. That's how mm-hmm. good he was. He he was outstanding, and uh, I expect that to continue. Uh, as for Bellinger and Muncie, they're both they've both been very streaky this year, and both kind of just never totally got in the zone. They each had stretches at times where they would they would get hot or look like they were going to get hot, and then they'd cool off again. Uh, but the but the thing is with both of those guys. Even though they both struggled, they both also still hit a bunch of home runs, and so they still have that that ability to hmm. break open a game on one swing at pretty much any time. And they're both really good hitters, uh, and and we've seen that both of them showed signs of life at the end of the season. Uh, I'm actually a little bit concerned about the umpiring. Just uh, Max Muncy had the uh, worst luck I've seen on on bad strike calls against him. I've worst, I've seen in a long time this year. Uh, he took a lot of pitches that were four inches inside and called strikes or a couple inches low. And just, uh, and his game is, he has a great eye. He doesn't swing outside the zone and and he makes pitchers come into the zone for him. And when the umpires help him out and unfortunately uh, three of the five, most pitcher friendly umpires in baseball are on the umpiring crew for this series. And so, uh, yeah, which uh, doesn't bode well for Muncie. I'm interested to see who that works better for overall, uh, Mm -hmm. which team, because uh, a bad umpire is bad both ways most of the time. And, you know, uh, I don't know, the Dodgers generally are very patient hitters. And so it could work against them, having umpires who don't reward their patience and are calling the, the pitch three inches outside a strike. Uh, but also they're really good hitters and so you know it it could work and the Dodgers have uh, especially if you if Clevenger if you can't count on him I think it's safe to say the Dodgers have the better starting starting rotation Mm -hmm. uh, going into the series with Lamette Hurt and Clevenger questionable and so uh, maybe you know I, I don't know. It, it, it's tough to say what the umpires are going to do, but I I sure do wish Major League Baseball had decided instead of seniority to go with uh, which umpires are good. Let's let them call the postseason games.
0: Is my boy uh, Angel Hernandez or whatever? Is he going to be making an appearance?
1: He is on the crew, yep.
0: <laughs> oh, boy. You know you're a good umpire well, when you consistently are trending on Twitter whatever the game's on. <laughs>
1: well, and here's the thing. Angel Hernandez, of the five umpires in line, to do home plate in this series, if the series was to go five games, Angel Hernandez is actually the best of the five.
0: Oh dear, it's that it's that dire. Yeah, because you I don't have, know enough about that. Yeah, you
1: have Lance Barrett, Bill Miller, and Doug Eddings, who are Ooh, okay uh fifth, fourth, and first most pitcher-friendly umpires in baseball. Uh, and then you have Angel Hernandez, who's like the twelfth most pitcher-friendly pitch umpire mm-hmm. in baseball, and then Alfonso Marquez, who is the most hitter-friendly umpire in baseball. Mm-hmm. A- and so, you you've got guys. I mean, I don't understand the, the, um the strike zone's written down right there in the rule book. Like they could, mm-hmm. they could refer to it and say, oh, if it's over the plate, it's a strike. Oh, okay. Maybe we'll go with that approach. But these guys consistently don't go with that approach for whatever reason. And uh, yeah, so it, it's, it's going to be a, uh, a nightmare is the word I'm looking for. Uh, Bill <laughs> Bill Miller. Do you remember that farce of the world series game in 2017 game five? Uh, oh, yes. I think I Astros do actually cheated to score 13 runs or whatever. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Uh, okay. Yeah. And I don't know if you remember the umpiring in that game was horrendous.
0: I remember parts of it. Yeah. I that remember parts. I remember people talking about it. Okay, yeah, that was great. Bill
1: Miller. He will be <laughs> the home plate umpire for game three.
0: Awesome. So and this this stakes to talk about this, where it's like the, the, the umpire thing. And I don't know. I feel like, I mean, for me, just I mean, at least the last series with the with the Padres, it was okay. Um, in terms of that, and it's gonna be interesting to see how it happens. I will say though that when it comes to the the pitcher friendly thing, um, I don't know how good uh, Will Smith is good, um, as in the catcher, how good he is at pitch framing, but I know that Austin Nola isn't particularly good at pitch framing. So maybe that means that the umpires won't be as crazy as usual, but who knows? Um, We'll have to see how that kind of boils down. But uh, when you talked about the pitching, I agree. There's just more – there's more – just like you said, like you know what to expect with the Dodgers. Clayton Kershaw, as far as I'm concerned, just on a mission right now, kind of just being – Still pretty elite, pretty awesome in a year full of starting pitchers that were a little disappointing. Garrett Cole a tiny bit, at least the points in certain teams he uh, pitched against. And you know, in terms of the playoffs, Shane Bieber getting completely blown up. Clayton Kershaw just quietly still doing the same thing. Is he invincible? No, but he's still like a really great ace to have. And they still got all these other guys. And even Gonsolin, I don't know if they've used him in the playoffs, but a quiet kind of, I think he's a rookie, right? A quiet kind of, not a rookie of the year guy. I don't think he's in like the top five or anything, but he was quietly pretty solid at points this year. And then Dustin May. So there are definitely some guys on this team that I'd fear. And obviously Kershaw probably being the the number one. I'm curious to see how that plays out. And it's going to be interesting. Obviously it just depends if Lament and Clevenger are healthy. If they are healthy, then I think the pitching uh, disparity is a lot, is a lot lot closer, maybe not on the same level, but a lot closer. Um, And then the bullpen thing, I think, that's equally as close too. These teams really are like the Dodgers are better. They are the best team in baseball, but it's not this isn't your 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 kids' padres. I don't know what the phrase is. You know what I mean? This is a team that seems just juiced, seems ready. Um, and we're gonna have to see how it all plans out, I guess.
1: Yeah. Uh Tony Gonsolin. I expect to get a lot of second place votes for rookie of the year. Uh mm. I, I think he I, I wouldn't be surprised if he finishes second behind uh what's his name? Devin Williams. Um, Williams, yeah eh? if Jake Cronenworth had, had stayed hot all mm-hmm. season uh he would uh, but I wouldn't be surprised if Gonsolin finishes ahead of Cronenworth in, in the rookie of the year voting he's been really really good Dustin May has been really good and then Julio uh, pitching you know game five probably he has potential to be really good I, I think the the series with no days off and you needing your full rotation plays in the Dodgers favor uh, and like you said, Clayton Kershaw, uh, like, like it or not, there's nobody in baseball who deserves a world series title more than Clayton Kershaw. I agree. Uh, he should have been the world series MVP in 2017. And he Agreed. would have been if, uh, you know, certain teams hadn't been cheating a holes. And so, but, uh, yeah, it, it the Padres and Dodgers are not quite evenly matched. Like you said, the Dodgers are better, but it's close enough that in a five game series, it's really, really scary. And, you know, I expect the Dodgers to win the series because they are the better team. And, you know, they, they played three series this year and one of the series they tied and the other two, the Dodgers won the series. And so, uh, you have, I expect the better team to win the series, but, anything can happen in a five game series. And, and I hate that. All right. We had a little bit of a power outage on Javi's side. So uh, Javi's Woo! back on his phone. So if he sounds a little <laughs> different, that's why uh, I was just saying that I expect the Dodgers to win because they're the better team, but the gap isn't so big that I'm super confident. And, uh, and the point I was about to make when your power went out was uh, there is no team currently in the postseason who. I would less like to lose a postseason series to than the Padres.
0: Then I would less
1: like. I would hate it if Hold the Dodgers on. lose to the Padres. That's okay. what I'm saying. Okay, so, okay. Sorry for for making so you, you do you, math.
0: Yeah, you glitched my brain. Not only is the power out, but I think the, the power <laughs> of my brain is out of there. <laughs> the power
1: went out to Hobby's head. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, yeah, hey, I understand that. And it's, it's funny because I think, um, yeah, I think the roster is better. I do think that there's – there's a little bit more, there's a spiciness to the Padres offense that is usually there with the with the Dodgers in terms of some of its stars. Like we we already talked about with Bellinger and Muncy, um, who have struggled a little bit this year. Uh, Bellinger kind of having one he's like been an every other year kind of guy to an extent. Don't get me wrong, his his year in 2018 before the MVP was not bad by any stretch, but it was a little bit of a down compared to his uh, his rookie season, then he won the MVP. And now this year, um, I still fear the guy uh, to an extent. Um, I do think that overall, though, I'm probably expecting the Dodgers to win, two. And I'm, I'm not doing this to reverse jinx. I'm wondering if this is one of those things to use a basketball analogy. Is this like the upcoming team that makes it far? But they're just not quite there yet yet to compete with the best team. But it's just going to be one of those hard fought series. That's what I'm really hoping for. And I'm especially hoping that we don't run into another uh, bullpen, you know, extravaganza. I don't want this to be that Paddock and Davies go and then I'm seeing, you know, Craig and have to start game four or whatever, even if there is a game four, you know what I mean? So I'm hoping on that perspective of it, but I think it's, I honestly think it's the most interesting of all the playoff series going on right now. Uh, it's going to be very interesting. The Dodgers are quite good and I don't know, that's really my main thoughts on it. It's been kind of the dream season. And, you know, as much as we've, we've got at it on Twitter, by God, at it, i mean just making <laughs> the most silly of uh random things. Jeff is is winning like 7-0 against me on Twitter right now. It's just all, he he launched the the Dodgers brigade on me, which was the most exciting day on Twitter I think I've ever had.
1: And I didn't even do that. All I did, Javi, and here's what you got to understand. All I did was quote tweet you. You brought that all <laughs> yeah.
0: up yourself. Oh, I yeah. know. I know.
1: I all know. I did it was, was make people aware of the dumb thing you said, you mm-hmm. <laughs> know? But yeah, you know, it's a Yeah it'll be interesting to see what the narrative looks like at the end of the season, because if the Padres beat the Dodgers in this series, you know, suddenly they are have potential to, you know, they're, they're probably the favorites to make it to the world series. Uh, you know, I, I think whoever wins this series is probably the favorite to win the national league. And, uh, you know, and then if the, you know, once they're in the World Series, anything can happen. If the Padres lose this series, it's like you said, they're, you know, it's still a very successful year for the Padres, you know, to, mm-hmm. to be the second best team in the National League and to, you know, win a postseason series, all that stuff. These young guys who haven't done this before, uh, even some of the older guys who haven't really done this before. And so, you know, either way, it's a successful season for the Padres, but they definitely get fired up for the Dodgers. And, and Mm -hmm. that's good. And I I think, you know, everybody's talking about how exciting the Padres are and everybody loves the Padres and, and I get it. And obviously I don't feel the same way. Uh, It's hard to feel that way about a team in your favorite teams division. And so for me, while I, I respect what they're doing uh, I'm not excited about it at all. Uh, (laughs) But uh, I do think for all that talk of the excitement, the Dodgers do have the advantage of, being better at baseball than the Padres. Not by a lot, but you don't have to be a lot better. Uh, all you have to do is be a little better in, in three of five games. And and so that's what I'm counting on and hoping for. and uh, And I will continue to keep my fingers crossed for that until the series is over and I can relax a little bit.
0: Absolutely, man. A little subtle, subtle shot, I feel like, there with the whole better at baseball thing. That's funny. But hopefully this uh, power outage of mine isn't some bad omen of things to come, (laughs) which is not what I'm worried about. Uh, I just, I really do want a good series, and I feel like we have the potential to get a really just awesome, hard-fought um, series. And look, I honestly, in no, all honesty, I have no vitriol or anything against the Dodgers. I like making fun of them when they come at me about the whole, they haven't been good in 20 years. It's fun. It's it's whatever, but it's not malicious. I, I agree with what you said. If there's one positive thing out of this series, if the Padres do lose that I can gain from it, is I am rooting for Clayton Kershaw. I'm someone who A lot of my favorite athletes are guys who are historically elite all-timer talents, yet they just, for some reason, couldn't win the championship, whether it be Phillip Rivers or uh, Chris Paul, those type of guys for me. So I understand that for Kershaw, especially knowing what happened in 2017. So I do got some love there, but I will try my best to find a way to start another fake Twitter beef with you. Uh, That should be really fun. And I'm looking forward to the series.
1: Yeah, I, uh, I do not want a good series. I want the Dodgers to win nine to one, three times in a row. Uh, I don't want stress. Like I've done the stressful Octobers. I'm done True. with stressful Octobers. What I want is peaceful Octobers. I want the Dodgers to come out and just pound, pound away. And I want the Dodgers to win every game they play this October by a, <laughs> by a comfortable margin. That's what I want. I have enough gray hair. I don't need more. I'm not. I'm not here for a good, exciting series. Don't care. You know, Padres, I want the Padres to cry. I want the Dodgers to beat them so badly that they cry. I want Fernando Tatis to say, Dad, tell me again. Why did I start playing baseball? I've lost the joy. That's what I want in this series. Oh
0: my God. See, this is the problem. I, I offer a peacemaking and then he comes out. I want you Tatis take
1: that to piece cry. and you shove it up your power outage. <laughs>
0: That's a bit <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I guess we'll see what happens um, with all that. Hopefully. This, Unfortunately, I, I'm really nervous. I
1: expect a good competitive series.
0: This, this power outage really makes me nervous. Not just because I'm probably not gonna be able to sleep today, but also because for it to happen in the middle of recording, this just does not bode well and sports have been betraying me lately, but uh, Jeff always, always, it's been a, it's been a blast talking with you, man. And I'm, I'm really just looking forward to seeing what happens and, I don't know. I always enjoy our chats and whatnot. And you have a really great Twitter account. Everybody who's listening to this right now, go follow him. Snydog. Great, Great Twitter hey, follow. Thanks,
1: Javi. Yeah, it's been fun. I always enjoy talking to you, too. Uh, I hope you're sad this week. Uh, and, you know, I'll crack some jokes on Twitter to make you feel better. Most of them will be at your expense, so they might not be effective at making you feel better. But that's okay. because I'm going to you- get you
0: on one of them these days. I'm going to have my moment. I'm going to have my my one, you know, uh, walk-off-into-the-distance victory on Twitter
1: over you, I see it. <laughs> Good luck with that. Alright, Javi, we'll talk to you soon.
0: Alright, you too. And zippity-zap-zap, zap, that about does it for the chat with Jeff Snyder of Lockdown Dodgers. I hope you guys enjoyed this special crossover kind of event You know, leading up to tonight's game. Really excited for this series, and we'll be doing my recaps as per usual, depending on what happens with this game. Hopefully... Padres can cheer us all up in these kind of times we're in right now really excited to see the game and excited to see Mike Clevenger back in it's going to be really interesting to see how he uh, performs in the playoffs here and just see how the rest of the team performs this is what we wanted you know we want the Dodgers we want to beat the Dodgers you know so let's see if we can do it uh with that all being said though guys that about does it for today's edition of the Lockdown Padres podcast the only pod that may be better than the Padres themselves remember to subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts from Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Himalaya, Overcast, wherever, just just whatever, man, whatever it is. Uh, follow the show or myself on Twitter. Like I said, at lo underscore padres or at Javapeno. uh Go send me some five star reviews on the iTunes if you'd like to do that on Apple Podcasts. And until next time, stay safe and of course, stay faithful, my fire faithful homies. Take care.